0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from five to nine, this is
1: what you missed. Feels like summer has finally arrived. And doing any uh, road trips, taking any vacations this summer outside of your uh, Quebec journey? Uh, yep, we're going uh, like to
0: we're going to blast out next week for a couple of days and we'll go down to Florida. Oh, uh nice! Yeah. Uh, we are going to, uh, yeah, do a cottage stay a week up in uh, our cottage in northern Ontario. And then we'd do the other one in Quebec, our normal road trip there.
1: Why, uh, why Florida? What's in Florida? Uh, we, you know what? We were considering chaos.
0: Yeah. We'll go to Orlando. We can do some uh, some fun uh, the amusement park stuff.
1: Oh, so you're taking the
0: kids. Right. So it's not really a vacation. No, no, no I guess not. Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that I still get to go on the ride still works.
1: Yeah, you like rides still. mm mm-hmm. You know, it's funny with uh, with amusement parks, and maybe you're heading to the point that this will happen to you, or, or maybe it won't. Maybe you'll be fine with them for years to come. But uh, we were in uh, Vegas, and we went on the roller coaster in the uh, hotel in New York, uh, New York. Yeah. And uh, we decided, oh, that'll be cool. Let's try this roller coaster. Everybody said, oh, it's amazing. It's indoors. And just like everything that everybody tells you is amazing, it's not that great. Right. It's fine. Yeah. It's barely in the hotel. It's mostly outside. Yes. Anyhow, we both, we we get on The entrance is in the hotel. Yeah, but yeah, it's not like you're going right through the lobby, the restaurant rooms, (laughs) and guys trying to sleep. (laughs) Anyhow, we get off the roller coaster, and both of us, Maria and I, look at each other and go, I think roller coasters uh, are done in our lives. Right. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm getting to that point now where I get on them and and you know I contemplate decisions <laughs> where I didn't have that feeling before.
1: Yeah, is this really the way I want to go out? And so, but it's just as you age, the things you decide you're not into anymore. And, and I'm I'm very comfortable with just telling people no. Yes, I'm absolutely. Not, I'm not interested. So, buddy of mine, the company he works for. They, they're very generous. They throw all sorts of events and parties and different things for their employees. And, and once a summer, they, uh, they're based out in uh, Cambridge. And so they'll get a bus and they'll stock it with food and beer. And they'll bring all their employees up to the Rogers Center for a Jays game where they rent a suite. Mm. Food and booze all during the game. Wow. And then the bus back. Uh, again, food and booze. So my buddy invites me, because you can even invite a guest, which is, again, very generous yeah. in this company. And, uh, and so he says, you know, you can come down to my place Friday night, because we've got to get on the bus Saturday morning at 10 a.m., and then we gotta, you know, then the bus is going to take us back, and, 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 and then you can crash again Saturday night. And all of it, when I was 22, sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dreading every second of it. <laughs> so much so that I said to him, listen. Ah, uh, you know, I'm in Oshawa. There's no point in me hauling my arse to Cambridge Friday night. I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no point in me hauling my arse to Cambridge to sleep at your place because that's another thing I hate doing now—sleeping yeah. at other people's homes. Uh huh. And then I and then getting up, getting on this bus with all these guys and people I don't know. Uh huh. Start pounding pints at like eleven o'clock in the morning, and then all day at the the ball game, and then on the bus back. And Because my my buddy can drink. Mm. I, I mean, I'm pretty good. Wow. But, I, but I'm not, I'm a lightweight. In, in the grand scheme of things, as much as I can drink, I, I, I'm a lightweight. Okay. I can't put, put back 24 beers in a day. I'd be lucky if I could put about six.
0: Okay. I didn't know if that was, that, that seems like a very big number.
1: Well, I just, just, yeah. well, I just need like a case of beer. I, gotcha. I can't drink a whole case of beer to myself in a day. Right. No. I, it's, nor should you be able no, to. But there are many who can. And, and so I, the whole idea seems miserable to me. Mm-hmm. So I just said to him, look, I'll, I'll meet you at the Rogers Center. I said, we'll have a lovely time during the game. I'll have the food and a couple of beers. Then you get back on the bus, and I'll go back to Oshawa. Right. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There is
0: this window now that, that you know, I look at uh, invites. I mm. think, man, if it's over two hours away and I've got to stay, <laughs> like, it really has to be something important.
1: Yeah, you could be invited to somebody's home where Eddie Vedder, is going to perform a very intimate show in the living room. Like, oh, two hours? I got to drive? I always say, it's
0: funny, when you get into radio, you, first, you're going to go to every concert, yeah. and you're going to meet all these rock stars. Like, that in your mind, in in, in radio school, that's what you're thinking. Yeah. You can't wait. Now, it's like, <sighs> They really go on. What time does the band go on? Mm-hmm. Do, I, do I really have to stay there until nine before I hear some music?
1: Yeah, it's really much an age thing. I mean, unless Keith Richards walked in this room to say hello, right? I don't know if they said, "Hey, he's downtown. Why don't you come and meet him?" I'd be like, oh, I did the day. I did the same with Meatloaf. He was across the hall years <laughs> ago.
0: Like, hey, you want to go meet him? I'm Like, yeah. Seems
1: <laughs> like a lot of effort. <laughs> Yesterday at the uh, Venn Ranch, we uh, we had a water softening system installed, and I think right. I think I look fifteen to twenty years younger already. Really? Yeah. You look softer. I feel softer. <laughs> I don't need softer. I need harder. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, once again with these uh, companies, and, and it doesn't seem to matter. Who's coming, be it cable your your internet uh, service people for your appliances my my water softener guy or my water tank guy, they seem to all give you this window. We're going to be there between ten a m and two p m or two p m and five p m right which one do you want and I always say, I'll take the ten a m to two p m and can you please try to schedule me? I'll I'll even be willing to wait another week if you can schedule me in early first. Okay, you know I'll. I'll I, it's been ten years. I can wait another week. Right with the hard water. All right. No, no, no. We can move. We can put you in on Thursday, and yet we'll get you in early. They never show up at my house till either right at the last minute. Right or late.
0: I'm surprised you would have gone for that one. I thought I would have figured you'd be the afternoon because you like to go down for your uh, siesta early.
1: I do, but I was thinking about dinner and getting that organized. And if they show up at 5 o'clock or close to 5, that throws all that off. And I have to have dinner ready for Maria when she gets home or uh, she turns into Ike Turner. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I take a beating. So, uh yeah, I, I was, and plus, you know, we start sipping around four, and yesterday was National Wine Day, so. Of course. not have people interrupting that. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, yes, at about, what um, about one thirty or quarter to two, I call and I say, where are they? Oh, they're just running behind. They had a couple of people call in sick. It, every single time I've had anybody scheduled to come in. Mm-hmm. It's I, like, I don't know who these people are who are getting in right away. They must have started. They must have scheduled back in 1986 for this day. Right. Because I never get the first person in the door from 10 to 2. Uh, it, I think probably because of
0: location. Um, you know, it depends on where they're starting mm. their route from. They'll, hit, you know, they'll either go the furthest and work their way back mm-hmm. uh, to home or work their way out. But I agree with you, and it seems like whoever is booking the appointment is never actually in conversation with the person who is fulfilling the appointment.
1: Well, it's interesting, too, because when you start to complain, then all of a sudden they're on their way. Right. Like, I finally phoned the guy who sold me this contraption, and uh, he's like, oh, I'll get back to you in one minute. Sorry about that, Mr. Venn. And then, uh, like, two minutes later, he gets back, And and he says, oh, they're on their way. And like 15 minutes later, they're there. Mm. Now, how did that happen? Are they just sitting down the street (laughs) having a dart lunch break? I guess so. Anyhow, and I I, should—I mean, I understand why I'm always last in line because I'm just north of Ottawa. Right. So, (laughs) heck of a commute. It's a heck, but a great, great house, great neighborhood. (laughs) Got it for a steal. that five-hour drive i mean i get in the car at 11 p.m yes you know i'm home by noon could you imagine anyhow all is right once again first world issues yeah i you guess know, you know guess so yeah. but
0: it, it is the world we live in now we, we, our time is considered so valuable although 90 percent of us are doing nothing with it
1: oh no i watch tv the entire time <laughs> yeah. But I was mad because I get- I didn't want to go down for my nap. I was afraid to miss the call. Uh uh-huh. So I finished uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. <laughs> I cried at the end of that. I was sitting there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon like a moron cr- blubbering about a show <laughs> about a fake rock band <laughs> from the 70s. I really need help. I need a lot of help. If you remember doing any of these things, you're now considered old. Using a pencil to rewind a cassette tape, you're old. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say using a pencil in general. Yeah. Uh, I, probably a lot of young people can't spell pencil. or wouldn't know how to spell it because they don't know how to write, right. print, cursive. Uh huh. Well, cursive,
0: no, they don't even teach that anymore.
1: So bad. It's so wrong.
0: It's interesting because I had to take um, uh, Christian, the younger one, to get a, a bank account uh, recently. He needed a debit card. He's going to be off and hanging out with buddies and thought he should have one. Um, but to do that,
1: you have to sign. <laughs> and, and he doesn't have a signature. He doesn't know how to sign his name. Let's see, uh, th- 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 I would suggest at that stage, if you have a child who uh, at his age or any age can't sign their name, they're not ready yet for a debit card or going outside well, and being amongst people. I would have to teach them to do that. But it's crazy, You don't right? learn that in school, right? You don't even know how, he doesn't even know how to connect
0: letters via cursive. That is crazy. We're going to have an entire generation of serial killers yeah. who are block lettering their names as their signature.
1: So do they even teach them the alphabet anymore? Are they, did they learn that? I,
0: so I don't know if they even learned, or he hasn't learned it yet. To, to Evan
1: did learn a little bit of it. Um, like but they learned their ABCs at some point in cursive. Oh, it, I like, mean, do they even know A to Z? Yes, do they, you know, they, you know they know.
0: The, they they know the ABCs. They, but they just can't write them. But before and in some senses now, instead of learning cursive, they learn qwerty, like the keyboard. Mm. You know, in order to type, because it's just as important. It's a different world. But, it, but there's little things like when you go to actually sign your name. Yeah, they
1: don't have a signature. It's just it seems crazy. Like why wouldn't they just continue to teach cursive? It's a good thing to have. Right, but no one uses it. Yeah, but. All they, right. they text each other or message. Yeah, I guess so. I'm glad I'm almost off this call.
0: <laughs> they, they, they don't write letters. Barely fill out a card.
1: Uh, you're old if you uh, if you remember hearing someone yell, "Get off the internet! I need to use the phone." <laughs> well, that, that wasn't that long ago. That well, by technology standards, I guess so.
0: Mid '90s, late '90s.
1: Uh, you're old if you remember when cars needed two different keys, one to unlock the door and a different one to start it.
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Now, well, just that they
1: needed a key at all. They just look at it and it starts. Pretty much. Uh, printing out your directions from MapQuest. (laughs) That's right. I remember doing
0: that. And before that, like going to buy maps Mm -hmm. or get maps,
1: you go to CAA and get a map route for wherever it is you're going. Cleaning out my dad's car, and in his glove box, he was stuffed with maps. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't go anywhere. I don't know. I guess he had dreams. He was planning on driving somewhere. Uh, having a notebook where you keep track of all your friends' phone numbers. Mm-hmm. This is things that, if you remember them, you're old. Accidentally burning yourself with a car's cigarette lighter. Now the holes are used just for plugging in chargers. Pretty much. Finding out what movies were at your local theater by checking the newspaper or calling movie phone. <laughs> That's
0: still a great Seinfeld episode of yeah. Kramer.
1: If you weren't listening to the radio, you were listening to something from your CD holder, and it was probably attached to your car's sun visor. Yeah, I remember those. Do they still include CD players? I know there's all the talk about AM radio being gone from cars, and Ford is saying they're sticking with it. But are CD players still a thing in new cars? I don't, I don't know. It's probably an option.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I can't remember. I, don't, I, I, to be honest, I don't even know if there is one in our newest car. I don't think there is. Hmm. The funny that you wouldn't even notice that? Yeah. Well, because I, I wouldn't have a CD to put into it. Right. But you,
1: you, you, notice do you have no it, CDs left? You, have you gotten rid of all of them?
0: No, they're somewhere in the garage, right. some crawl space somewhere. I have some around, but I, I haven't used them in years. Because yeah. more important is to have some kind sort of auxiliary input to yeah. plug my phone into the car yeah. or Bluetooth.
1: I remember, and this shows how old I was, I remember, speaking of the cigarette lighter, when my entire family would be in the car and everybody would be smoking. Windows up, sealed. (laughs) It would just be fog in there. And the ashtray, when it wasn't full of cigarette butts, was so big. Now it's just a tiny little thing that you throw change into. But it was so huge, you could sleep a baby. Right. And I think we did. It's
0: not even an ashtray anymore. No, it's not. Because it used to be metal lined, but now it's
1: not. No, it's not. And yet people still smoke. Yeah, I want my ashtray, and
0: I want my uh, cigarette lighter. They just butt him out of the window now.
1: You know, Mike Myers always comes across as good Toronto boy, loved the Toronto Maple Leafs, always spoke so nicely of the city and everybody around him and always seemed like a decent guy. Mm. I met him once, and that wasn't the vibe I got. I've heard a
0: lot of rumors of of his behavior Mm. being a little rough around the edges when it comes to certainly interviews. Yeah. And dealing with people and listen I, I I understand that if you expect Austin Powers every time you meet the man mm-hmm. you're likely going to be disappointed that is a character and not necessarily
1: him I think it's no it's not just the general public I think it's the people he works with and everybody somebody's always got a story Dana Carvey and him didn't speak forever and now the director of Wayne's World a, uh, a woman named Penelope Spears I believe is how you say her name. Anyhow, uh, she was directing Wayne's World. Her and Mike Myers had been friends from the mid-70s. And around the time they were finishing up the movie and and doing the final cuts, uh, Mike Myers' dad died, so he uh, flew back here to Toronto for the funeral. He missed uh, some early testings in front of a live audience, and those screenings went really well. But Mike didn't see that, so instead he watched the movie by himself, and he wrote 11 pages of notes Many were suggestions for cuts, and Penelope said most of his suggestions sucked. (laughs) Wow, that'll rub somebody the wrong way. One of the scenes he wanted to cut was arguably the one that made the movie. He wanted to get rid of Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. She strongly... The car scene? The car car scene. Now, she also went on to say he wanted it gone because it just... he, He hated the scene because the entire cast... Didn't like doing it because they had to headbang so often yeah. that they had, they all hurt their necks doing it. Right. So I guess he just left them a bad taste in his mouth, that whole scene. Gotcha. Yeah, different appreciation. But anyhow, he, uh, she argued, he argued, they went back and forth, and finally she went to the producers of the movie. They didn't want to argue with him, so she had to go back and do it herself, and she basically said, no, we are not changing anything. This is the movie that tested well. This is the movie that's going out. And she believes now that is why she was not asked back to direct Wayne's World 2. And as a matter of fact, they have never spoken again since. Really? But
0: there yeah. would never be a Wayne's World 2 if it wasn't for the success yeah. of the first one.
1: I'm sure his fragile ego was so hurt by right. her dismissing him. Yeah. Anyhow, she uh, she has some bragging rights. Wayne's World uh, did incredibly well, made $183 million, which would be about $400 million in today's dollars. Wayne's World 2 only made 48 million or 102. In, uh, so, not even half of what Wayne's World 1 made. Right. Uh, did they do a third? Was there a third? I think there was. Uh, maybe well, There was other one that were in
0: talks about doing maybe. I can't remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is always claiming that his last movie is his final movie. Well, now he's claiming this next movie he's going to do is the final one. And uh, it's called The Movie Critic. And he's dropped some plot details, which is interesting, too, about him, because normally he doesn't share anything about Mm. his movies until they... I think he got all upset when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had uh, leaked before it was released. Anyhow, this new movie takes place in 1977 in California, based on a a real dude who was a uh, porn rag movie reviewer. He reviewed (laughs) porns. Okay. Come back in the 70s. (laughs) Well, you don't want to waste your money at the little theater down the street. I, I guess. Uh, Quentin says he was a very good critic, he was cynical as hell, very rude, he cursed, he used racial racial slurs, his stuff was really funny, but he was rude as hell. Quentin calls the guy a cross between early Howard Stern and Robert De Niro's character from Taxi Driver. So he's going
0: to make a movie about this guy? Yeah. And probably leave all of the rude and crass oh, and it'll be there. inappropriate stuff there?
1: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, he's looking for an actor, someone around 35, so it probably rules out some of his regulars like Leo and Brad Pitt. Uh, if you're a Succession fan, it can be a, t- a big weekend, the finale, the ser- series finale, along with Barry in its series finale. And Brian Cox, who played uh, Logan Roy. Now, if you haven't watched any of the final season because you want to binge it, then um, put your earmuffs on for a second here. Because I'm going to share something with uh, with people who have seen it. Because this happened really early at the beginning of this season, like okay. episode three. Wasn't and like I'm this week. No, and now we're going ahead into episode ten. So you're talking like seven weeks ago. Okay. So if you haven't caught up by now, well, too bad.
0: This is your spoiler
1: alert. Yes. Let's well, give him a second. All <laughs> right, Brian Cox is not happy with the producers of the show because they killed him off early in this
0: season. Some guy just turned his radio back on just yeah. at that point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. He uh, he was not happy because he was, of course, the lead. Right. But the show is really based on the fact that the, the, the daughter and the three sons all want to take over the business. Uh, I
0: believe that's why it's called Succession.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens this Sunday. Looking forward to that.
0: To the people who were upset by that, I should let you know the Leafs lost as well. <laughs>
1: And the Titanic sank. <laughs> Rocky lost. Sonny Corleone died. Just get them all in yeah. at once. Uh, they blew up Jaws. Scarface, <laughs> he died. And Bruce Willis was dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, right. well, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Finding Nemo, still swimming. I didn't even tell you what movie it was, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's was Die Hard. Simba saved the day. <laughs> Uh, couples who have the worst chemistry of all time in the movies. Sometimes you watch a movie and you can just tell, especially if it's a couple who are supposed to be in some sort of sexual relationship. And you just you can tell they can't stand one another. In real life, they would not be in this situation. Top of the list is Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up in 2007. Right. Can you see it
0: in the movie, though? Because, I mean, they, I think the whole plot of the movie was that she wasn't really happy with... with what happened that one night, right? That's right, right. yeah. So they're he's, supposed to have an awkward chemistry. A lot of this comes from the drama that happened
1: after the movie with yeah, her. Yeah, with those two, for sure. Uh, Queen Latifah and Adam Sandler in Hustle. I, I, don't, I thought they were fine. I mean, she was barely in it, as, as much as I can remember. Right. Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie in The Tourist. Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen in uh, Star Wars prequels. And a movie that I don't think I've ever heard of, but, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to look it up because the lovely Maria and I can't miss this. 2023's Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher, In Your Place or Mine. Oh. How I haven't seen it. How I don't own a copy of that on Blu-ray. Well, 2023, it's new. But, yeah, but it might have already been put out streaming, right? Okay. I'm just shocked because I've seen all the right rock- <laughs> Two, three, and four times. Didn't you know the human brains are predisposed towards distraction? The average brain wanders for an average of about 47% of the day. Oh, if you actually uh, think, if you actually take a moment to think about the stupid things you're thinking about, right? We're thinking about a lot of random stupid stuff. <laughs> This, uh, this thing inside of our uh, cranium uh, never stops, and it is odd. It, the lovely Maria and I will play a game called, what are you thinking? And you've got to admit the minute the person asks what you're actually thinking. Okay? And then when you really take a second to ponder what you were spending time... <laughs> Why do my buttons work like this? <laughs> How do they get them so straight on a shirt? How do they figure that out? These do, you are have other... do you have a couple of go-to's? No, I just random stuff like, like I'll be putting on a shirt, and I'll I'll sit and I'll look at it for a minute, and I'll go, how did they make the button and a <laughs> hole line up like this so perfect? <laughs> I'll wonder these things. The uh, sun makes up 99.9% of the mass in the solar system. All of the planets, moons, asteroids, and comets make up another 0.1%. So wow. we're 99% sun. That's a big orb. So if that thing uh, turns off, we're in trouble. Uh, yes. What do you do? You have any random go-to thoughts?
0: Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Like Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly, no. But there's just. You're right. Your your mind just wanders and mm-hmm. contemplate, contemplates super stupid stuff like yeah. all the time.
1: I mean, sometimes if somebody asks, especially if it's your uh, wife, right? You gotta. Maybe fudge it a bit. you got to have a go-to. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about what your mother was like as a younger woman. Is that okay? I was contemplating death. Yeah. Um, the phrase hands down, where did that come from? Well, the phrase hands down comes from horse racing. If a jockey was so far in the lead, he could drop his hands and loosen the reins. It meant he was winning hands down. Oh. hmm. Gotcha. The Mona Lisa was stolen from the Louvre in Paris in August of 1911. Wasn't recovered until December of 1913, which actually helped make it the most famous painting in the world. Gotcha. So, I guess, had somebody stolen the dogs playing poker, (laughs) that would have uh,
0: been more famous. Massive
1: manhunt for dogs playing poker. Yeah. A cup of live jellyfish... Provides just five calories, one third the amount in a cup of celery. So if you're looking to expand your palate and include a uh, jellyfish yeah, lo- don't, locales in don't, that jellyfish. I don't think so. I don't mind celery. What po- yes yeah, so I was covered in cheese whiz.
0: <laughs> For you dipped in a Caesar. Yeah.
1: What part of a jellyfish would you even eat? I guess the tentacles? Because uh, the body of it is all that jelly. Couldn't imagine you'd eat that. Right. Well, maybe you can. We should ask uh, Ted Reader. He's going to join us at 840. Are they partly poisonous, too? They are. Isn't that the animal you're supposed to pee on somebody if they get stung by one? Right.
0: know well, the blowfish is
1: also very poisonous. Mm. The opposite of Stockholm Syndrome is Lima Syndrome. That's when kidnappers wind up sympathizing with their hostages.
0: Really? I wonder if that came about, like, from um, some crazy hostage situation in Lima, Peru.
1: Would make sense, right? Or maybe it's named after somebody named Lima. Yeah. Uh, Frank Sinatra had a fatal heart attack. He died May 14th, 1998. But they almost could have saved him because he had his heart attack right as the Seinfeld finale was on. And so many people were at home watching... The traffic in Los Angeles was light, and he was able to get to the hospital faster than usual. Did not help, though. He lost the, uh, the chairman of the board. Mm. But uh, Seinfeld almost saved his life. You want to stay away from a food that's described as devil's flatulence. Okay. In old German, pumpernickel translates <laughs> to devil's flatulence. Okay, really? I would have gone with Frankfurter. Right. Uh, it got its name because people found it hard to digest. Okay. Have you ever eaten pumpernickel outside of having it with the uh, spinach dip? Uh, I don't think so. I mean,
0: every now and then you'll be at a at a restaurant, and when they come with the uh, the selection of breads, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you are like the last table,
1: <laughs> you get the a <laughs> like wedding or something. Like that, They yeah. come
0: around and here's your little bun, and yeah. that's when you get the pumpernickel.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, and I've never made like a pumpernickel sandwich. No. I'm sure you can. You probably can. It's an odd loaf of bread to cut into a sandwich, too. Right. Saved by the Bell, the new class, lasted longer than the original Saved by the Bell. It had 143 episodes. The original show had 126. Interesting. The praying mantis is the only insect that can turn its head and look over its shoulder. Okay. I guess, so. Yeah. Dolphins can put one side of their brain to sleep as they swim while the other side remains alert. Then they can switch, putting the other side to sleep.
0: I know many humans that have the full brain asleep.
1: All the time. <laughs> the original title for Michael Jackson's thriller was going to be Midnight Man. I don't know why they changed it to a thriller. Probably a good call. And Big Bird, how do you tall do you think Big Bird from Sesame Street is? That's a big bird. He is a big bird.
0: I mean, but he's around children. So That makes him look taller? uh, Maybe that makes him look taller.
1: Oh, he's really tall. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's 8 feet 2 inches. Okay. He could play NBA. (laughs) (laughs) He he whines as much
0: as LeBron. (laughs) Could be. There was Larry Bird. (laughs) (laughs) Now you could have Big Bird. Rock Mornings with With Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. (laughs) 94.9 The Rock.